Welcome to Making Great Men Podcast. I'm your host, Papa G. Hey, so good to have you guys with us on part two of a woman's take on masculinity and much, much more. As you heard from the first episode, uh, Sarah has taken us into the stratosphere, the heights of the stratosphere and the depths of the inner core of the earth <laughs> with her wisdom and gold. And so we wanted to continue on with part two. So let's delve straight into it with a bit of a recap. Thank you for being on the journey. I appreciate you guys um, for being here. So let's go straight into a recap and into part two of women's take on masculinity and much, much more. Just to recap on what we've been saying is uh, we've been talking about masculinity, women's take on masculinity, but then also which morphed into something just as important as in if you want to be a masculine man or a man, um, and that's what masculinity is about, is how to actually be a man. We've given it a term now, but 30 years ago, it was just being a man. Uh, but now we've given it a term because we started to describe it or society started to describe being a man as being toxic. And we know it's not toxic. And some of the things that Sarah has been saying, uh, which have been extremely powerful, have been finding who you are, especially in those early years in your 20s, finding out who you are, finding out what your values are. And then once you do, learning how to develop those, where they came from, uh, what are the what are the superpower part of that? What's the kryptonite part of that? Being careful of that. And then, um, and then sticking with it because of a purpose. Correct? Yeah. And so... Um, that's been amazing. So thank you so much for that, Sarah. That, that was brilliant. Um, so following on for the next couple of questions, um, I suppose this is going out to the men out there now, right? So I want, I want, to, I want to get your take on um, what a man should look for in a long-term female partner. What should they look for? What sort of qualities should they be looking for in a partner? <laughs> now, I understand that there are different personality types, that sort of stuff, but what values or qualities should they look for? Wow. Okay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> this is a huge question, This is a George. huge question. It is. Obviously, there's personality and that type of thing. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. beyond that, um, if you're looking for a long-term partner, um, look, really, you're looking for a mother as well. So you're looking for someone who's going to be the mother of your children. That's a good point. Um, so, and that is, it's not really sexy at all to say that, but, <laughs> but, but that's what it it's is. It's long term, man. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. So you actually, you want someone who is wired in a way that's going to complement the way that you're wired to raise well-rounded children. Yep. Um, again, yep. harping on about the values, obviously you need to be aligned. Yes. Um, as and mostly just for raising children, really. Yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's the biggest thing. Um, she needs to be kind and patient, um, and I'm going to say hallelujah right now. <laughs> she she yeah. does. Yes, it needs to be kind and patient, and she needs to not be self selfish. Yeah. Um, like that's Sarah. That's like. That's one of the main reasons why I put that as the first ingredient when I did yeah. the podcast because of how strong a trait kindness is, yeah. which is the opposite, opposite of selfishness. And kindness is, and as I said in that first episode, kindness is not a meek and mild trait. It's actually a very powerful trait. Yeah. And it takes strength to be kind. It does. Then there's no glory in it. Yes. Um, but, I mean, that's motherhood. <laughs> so there's, true. There's no glory. There's no prize. Yep. There's a weird little card once a year. 
and a really dry piece of toast. <laughs> and some sort of mother store gift <laughs> for five bucks. If you're lucky, you if might rope them in to do the washing up at lunchtime. But do you know what I mean? It's, that's not going to keep so you going twenty four seven. Yes, yes. <laughs> That is so true, right? Yeah. Um, but look, you know, and if you want to test a woman, um, what's some tests you can do? Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. <laughs> if you're going out, you know, to a gala dinner and she's got a dress plan and then it doesn't work and then last minute, Ooh. you know, something with the wardrobe or the outfit doesn't go doesn't right. malfunction. Just watch how she behaves Ooh. over the next. <laughs> yeah. How many wardrobe How many wardrobe malfunctions did you have last night? How many did we have? I don't know. Were you up to like the third dress, fourth yeah, dress? Yeah, look, two of my dresses fell through and then it's, yeah, so then you end up, you're going out and it's it's not the vibe you want. It's not the look you've wanted before. Yeah. But are you going to let that ruin your night? Like yeah. are you going to turn into, <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. So there's a little test for you guys out there. If you That's wanna, a great um, point. No, just hide her eyelashes or something weird like that and yeah. see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. That's actually, listen, guys, that is an incredible point. <laughs> Don't be an asshole about it, but it's an incredible point to watch your possible long-term partner react under pressure. When something goes wrong, how do they react? And by the way, that also goes for you too. When, when something goes wrong, how do you react? Yeah. <laughs> and when you react that way, you got to stop and go, why? why the hell am I reacting this way? What yeah. am I doing? What's yeah. causing me to flip out here? Yeah. yeah. Very oh, That's <laughs> awesome, Sarah. I love it. Take her her makeup and see, <laughs> see if she's still in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Um, okay. So so you're saying the values, uh, kindness, yeah. see how she reacts in, in tough situations. Yeah. Uh, what else should you be looking for? In a part? The mother side is fantastic because you think well, we're saying long term. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, now, you are an incredible mum, right? Incredible mum. And I know you hate Thank me saying you. and you're starting to squirm. So, but you're an incredible mum. You have three beautiful children and you, you give your life to them. And not only do you give your life to them, you are available to them whenever they need you, no matter the ups and downs of life that they've gone through. And they're, you know, some are on the other side of teenagehood, um, you know, on the other, and one of them's in the middle of teenagehood. And you're watching them go through the beautiful parts of life and the ugly parts of life and the easy parts of life and the tough parts of life. Yeah. And you're watching them go through there. And as a mum, you have given the kindness and the time and the availability and the care. And no matter what they throw at you, you just keep loving. Um, and you also you also give them boundaries, right? So I've seen you do that. That's why what you're saying is so important in regards to, hey, for your long-term partner, you need to know what she's going to yeah. be like as a mum. Yep. How does someone know what their partner is going to be like as a mum when they're not a mum yet? <laughs> well, you don't really know, ladies. We get surprised by ourselves when we become mums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything... In those younger years, that they can look for in their partner to say, "Here's what thing, here's what they'll be like as a mum." Yeah, but it's watching how they treat their family that they have, their ah, parents, yes. their siblings, their friends. Yep. Um, watch how they treat people when they think no one's watching, and it's if you're oh. kind, you're kind. If you're patient, you're patient. Yep. Um, if you get irritated at the smallest little things, then. Oh. Those years oh. <laughs> until your kids start school, oh. they're in for a rough time. <laughs> where are my socks? Where's my jacket? I don't know where my shoes are. I've lost my shoes. My shoes falling apart. Where's my shoelace? Why the hell is your shoelace off your shoe? <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. I miss those days. But it's so true. That's true. How? What are they like with family and friends and, and in those tough situations? That's excellent. Yeah, and, and what narrative do they 
play when things happen um, unexpectedly. It's like yep. you, you've got to be ready to switch the narrative <laughs> or else your day is going to be ruined every day when you have toddlers or you know, teenagers, Yes. Um, switch the narrative like, oh, my goodness, this has happened. It's unexpected. We're late. Um, oh, my gosh, my outfit's ruined. Okay, there's a, what a funny story. Like, you know, <laughs> well, we're late anyway. So um, child number two, I don't want to say the names. <laughs> Why don't you, we're going to be late anyway. So <laughs> you, I'm just driving the car. You tell me which direction to go. Wherever you tell me to go, I'm going to turn there. You tell me to go left, I'm going to go left. You tell me to go straight, I'm going to go straight. Aww. Let's just see where we end up. Like just... You've got to be, oh, be that's flexible. So sweet. I've never even thought about doing that. It's actually funny. It's <laughs> so sweet. It can you end just, up anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and Hang you on. do. The child you number do. two, you direct right now. Yeah. Just go left or right. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes you have to. Are you sure we want to go? Are you sure you want me to drive this car into the river? I know, you're, the, you're the boss, but. You're bad. If you make a different decision, we can get ice cream. But <laughs> 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 you really. <laughs> As opposed to having to get rescued. <laughs> yeah. Um, but That's you have brilliant. to be able to switch the narrative. Um, yeah. I mean, for kids and for life. Yes. Yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. I love that. Um, now, anything else they need to look for in that long-term partner? So, you know, we've talked the values, we've talked kindness, we've talked patience, we've talked, um, you know, things to look for as a mum. Anything else they should look for in a long-term partner? Men should look for in a long-term partner? Anything like ambition or passion or dreams or... Yeah, I mean, attraction's a weird thing. Like, And that might be something that you're, they're chasing, you know. You might be more laid back and, you, you know, you see a woman going after what she wants, then, you know, that's incredible and yep. amazing and you just want to sit and watch this woman and, and soar and do all this stuff. And, yep. yeah, if that's what you're attracted to, absolutely. Yep. Go Great. for it. Great. But, yeah. Yeah. We're all different. We all like different things. So, okay. So uh, getting on that for a little bit, and mm. it's great having a woman here talking to, mm. um, do, so would you agree that for a relationship to work, it's, there is a huge segment of that, which is the partner, one partner is giving of themselves to that partner and then the same in reverse. So it's literally just going, I am here to serve you and love you and make sure you're okay. And then that partner's doing that to them. And it's that. It's that's that, the ideal, yeah. That's the ideal, that's right? That's the ideal, yeah. So it goes wrong when something stops that. Yeah, but you can't. It's not that simple, George. I'm yeah, this is why I'm asking. <laughs> we all, I, that's what everyone would want. Right. Of course we want to do that. Of course we want to love someone mm -hmm. in the way that they need to be loved. Yeah. Of course we want to receive it back. And, and in the ideal world, it's like, yes, this is what I want. I want a partner in life and yes. I want to be able to give this best of me and, and they're there to support me. But life is so much more complicated yeah. than that. And there's trauma and there's personalities and there's hurt and there's pain and there's work and kids and stress and illness. Um, there's so many things that complicate. That's there's, so true. there's hormones. Yes. Poor women like oh, the poor, just trying exactly. to get through life. And you have a baby and your hormones are all over the all place. All over the place. So it's, yes, that's, that sounds lovely, George. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but Let's get to reality. Yeah, but life is so tricky. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, I mean, with that, that's the goal. And if you've both got that goal, that's a great place to start. Yep. Um, and, you know, life can come in the way. And if... You've really got to take a step back and again, change the narrative. What's the narrative? Oh my gosh, since we had the baby, um, you know, my wife's always 
tired. She's always distracted. I don't get her since we have, I'm not getting any help from the husband. Da, 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 da. Um, if that's your narrative, that's, that's going to be a snowball, snowball, snowball into yes. disaster. But yep. if you can flip the narrative and go, okay, this is maybe five years of our 30 year, 40 year marriage. Um, I'm not enjoying this five years with you. Are you enjoying it with me? No. <laughs> but it's just five years. That's a great perspective, though. Um, that is a fantastic it's perspective. It's just a, a season, a, a shift. And yep. um, if you can, again, step back and look at it from that perspective, that's so much healthier than going, I've not had my needs met in the last year and looking outside and looking elsewhere to, to find it. It's like, you know what? This is just this small period in time. And yes. we're both committed to forever um that's the plan that's an amazing perspective sarah it really is it's it's it changes something yeah, don't you think yeah. yeah um you know i heard tom hanks say one time in a round table with a whole stack of actors he actually pulled out a biblical verse and it said and he said this too shall pass and he's, he's actually saying a biblical verse verse yeah. but it's so true there yeah. are seasons in your relationship that will be you know, it's great, but that too will pass. Yeah. And there'll be a season that's not so great, yeah. but that too will pass. Don't make such a big deal of this moment. Don't make such a big deal and don't wish it to end so soon too because, like, this too will pass. Yeah, that will pass, but so will your youth. Yes. Like, <laughs> so that will pass. Well, will pass. You know, we're struggling. We've got young kids. We're trying to make ends meet. Um, that will pass, yep. but... You'll have that financial freedom later, and but you'll have you'll be a lot older. Yes, your kids would have left home. Yeah, your your house is always a mess. The kids are trashing it, but one day they'll be gone. Yeah, your house will be perfectly perfect, but you will be there <laughs> so alone without your children. Let's leave that there because that makes me sad. <laughs> As you were saying that, I saw your face just turn and like, don't go down this street, Sarah. Uh, no, Do not go down no. this street. <laughs> Guys, uh, Sarah's not going to cope once her kids leave the house, which is looming. So uh, that's right. We'll leave that there. Please. You'll be fine. You'll be okay, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Now, perfect. I, I love those. I love those things you need to look for in a long partner, a long-term partner. All right. So this this is one of the final questions I want to ask, and we'll talk about this a little bit. Um, I want to talk about feminism. I want to talk about feminism and then femininity, something we spoke about at the start, just quickly touched mm -hmm. on in regards to that those two things are not the same thing. Correct. So let's hit feminism first and then we'll go to femininity. Um, I don't want to put you in a, in, a, in a spot, but I love your take on this in the years we've spoken about it. And it's not that I'm not asking you to think of something in particular, but just your whole overall take. Um, what has feminism done to females in the last 40 years? It has changed. It's not well. Forty years ago, feminism was mm -hmm. very different to what, what it is, is now. Yep. Look, I'm no expert in the field <clears throat> at all, um, and it's very complicated. It's very complex, but I think we've made it that way unnecessarily. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, I think we have done ourselves a disservice, like wow. by trying to um, make ourselves heard and give make ourselves be equal to men. We have diminished the beauty of what yeah, we are, what yeah. women are. Um, we are not made to be equal. We're made to be um, 
like seen, loved the same. Everyone's as important mm -hmm. as every other human. Yeah. But we're not equal. Yeah. We are different. Mm -hmm. We're wired differently. Yes. And by forcing women to um, go out into the workforce, if that's what they want to do, that that's fine. Right. But now the the place we're in society is there's almost no choice for a woman it's really really difficult um where we live and where a lot of people live to be able to stay home yes um and survive on one income yep so we we've lost that choice now whereas yep. before we didn't have a choice if we wanted to go to work we weren't able to we yes. weren't allowed to or yep. Or, you know, whatever. That's very, very vague description of what's happened in the past. And now if we don't want to go to work, it's almost like we don't have a choice. Yeah. So it, it's still the same in that <laughs> we're just fighting for what? Because we're still bound. Yes. Um, we're fighting to be seen as equals, but, you know. We can't even play women's sports now. We're getting <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's becoming difficult. <laughs> that's that's difficult. Yep. Yep. Um, and what we're fighting for is what we have. Sorry, what I should say. The result of what we have been fighting for now means that instead of just being free to be ourselves mm -hmm. and the feminine nature and caring and kind and whatever. Now we have to be everything to everyone at home, at work. We yes. have to be conquering in the business world. We can't just be at home because then our husbands go out there and then they're seeing all of these other incredible women achieving. And so they come home to their wife and they're like, well, what have you done? There's all these women out there, wow. CEOs doing this, doing that. You're just here at home. You're boring. I can't talk to you about work. Wow. There's so many layers of it. Yes. Um, That's actually a pretty good consideration there. The, <laughs> yeah. It's one of many. Um, we have all this pressure to look like we're 30 from the day we turn 30 to the, for the next 60 years. Um, and we have Ooh. to be... <laughs> so true. We have to be um, an incredible mum. We have to be boss, you know, boss woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the PG. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have to be so many things and we have to um, be this incredible friend to all our friends and support them. And it's it's just never ending if we're always looking for, looking again at, okay, this is what I'm bombarded with on socials, et cetera, life. But hang on a second. Who am I? What do I bring to the table? Yes. What am I here for? Yep. What is my feminine trait that I'm going to bring? If it is, you know in an office, being a CEO, leading huge organisations, then then do that and do that well. Yes. Um, that and, is so true. And if it's not, don't do that. Yeah. Like, I, I, know, I know you know this, but can I just say that what you've just said then in those last few minutes is extremely powerful. There are many young women that actually listen to this podcast and I know that, I know that there are some men who probably give this to their partners. Um, that it is okay, it is okay for you to be at home to raise your children. That is a very noble and very praiseworthy mm -hmm. choice to do with your life. Yeah. Um, if you choose that you don't want to have children and you want to be a boss in the workplace, I understand that right now in our current society that is seen as noble, right, to do that. But then you listen to then you listen to guys like clinical psychologists like Jordan Peterson mm. and multiple other versions of those yeah. who show the statistics of our Western world and how women have gone and done that and they get to their fifties and sixties. Dennis Prager, th those yeah. sort of guys, and they go and say, 
I've achieved everything. I'm a CEO. I've done yeah. all of these things. But I get home to my house. I have no husband. I have no children. And I figured to myself, why? Why have I done this? Why am I this person? That doesn't mean you can't work and achieve and have a great career and do all yeah. that. It's not a problem at all. And if you can do that and have kids and love it and I know it's going to be tough and you make it happen, fantastic. But what you're saying is we've now then said to our our younger women out there, no, it's not good enough for you to do that. You need to go and overtake everything in the workplace and be that yeah. person, right? Um, and it puts this pressure that I, that that equal pressure that you're talking about that that sameness we should I should say of woman be like the man, man yeah. be like the woman. But it's not natural. That's why <laughs> we're not satisfied because it's not it's not natural. <laughs> yes, it isn't natural at we're all. Not, yeah, you right? can you can be a woman and have more masculine traits than sure. another woman. Yeah, that, that's fine. Like we're all different. Yes, but to be striving for something. When you don't have a grasp on who it is that you're supposed to be, yes, it's yeah, it's not going to end well. Absolutely. And again, like if that's what you want to do, go and do it. But take the time to find out who you are, why you are, mm-hmm. and what you're here for. Perfect. And and why is is this trait that I have? Is it a trait or is it a value? Is it a trait? Is it or a is personality it a trait? Yes. Is it something that has happened to me over? trauma in life and my upbringing and what I thought was important to me? Like, yes. is it just a personality trait or something that I've always thought because of the way I was raised? Or is it a core value deep to the core of who I am? This is the way that I'm wired and nothing can change this. Perfect. Yes, absolutely. That's a great, that's a great distinction to make there. Very good distinction. So if, if feminism has changed from we want to get equal rights to be able to, to, to work and to vote and, yeah. and all those sort of things, and I, and I get all of that, and it's moved in the last 40 years in whatever third or fourth way, whatever people are classifying it as now, to a place where the pressure is being put on. And you put it perfectly to say we didn't have a choice to be able to do certain things. Yeah. Now we have, but now we have no choice to do yeah. this other thing. Yeah. Right? And this pendulum has swung so bad one another way again that that women feel the horribleness of just being a mum, right? And it's yeah. it's like frowned upon almost. And I know in some circles it's not like that, but it, overall in society it is like that. So, okay, if that's the case then, uh, and I just want to hit on something you said a moment ago, that just, just because you're a man, um, clinical psychology show us that in, 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 a, in a normal man, there are 10% of men who have got feminine traits yeah. and there are 10% of women who have got masculine traits. But that doesn't mean that man is a woman or that woman is a man. It's part of who we are because we're different. We've got personality mm. types and they're all yeah. different. And it's okay to use to have those things. So I just wanted to clarify or add that little stat to it. Um, but if that's the case for what feminism has done for women, then, then how – and we sort of lost that femininity, right? And you you made a sentence there that I want to touch on. You said, we've lost the mystery or the mystique of being a woman, mm. which to me is the femininity. Yeah. What is that? What is femininity? You can't. Like, <laughs> That's a good question. You, <laughs> to I'm me, asking the age-old question. Is, what yeah. is a woman? <laughs> to me, it's just, yeah, li- living who you're supposed to be. Again, I know I keep harping on, but it's it, this is the way I'm wired and yes. um, it's the way I'm meant to live in this world. Yep. And if you like to put on a pretty dress and dance in the fields, that makes you happy, do that. Wonderful. Be that. Yep. Don't do it because someone did that and they got lots of views. And so true. D- and like it's know who you are. Yeah. 
know why you're here. Yep. Yep, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I, I find it I find it quite mesmerizing when I've seen um, I'm not on TikTok or anything like that, but a lot of those things end up on Instagram reels, right? Yeah. And I'm flicking through those when you're going through that night brain numbing, you know, end of the day type scenario. And I've seen interviews um, where, you know, there's I can't remember the name of the one where there's a guy and he generally has four or five woke girls in the room with him. And um, and they're, they're chatting away, talking, and he's very calm, he's very learned, and he asks these questions. And sometimes these poor girls are just losing their mind over certain things that he's talking about. Like he'll give statistics. Like, for instance, one of the statistics is um, men now have to work five times harder than their grandparents to get a woman who's 20 times less valuable. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yep. <laughs> right. And they lose their brain. And they, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, men have to do all of these things to try to get the attention of a woman who won't cook, who won't be at home, who won't raise the children, who won't make him a sandwich, who won't, who won't, who won't, who won't, right? Yeah. Um, and so we list off all this stuff. And it's it's called hoflation, right? Is <laughs> the name of that term. I oh, know. Horrible. <laughs> I don't know where, who the heck makes up these words, <laughs> but sometimes just crack me up. Like, where the hell did they come from? Um, sure. Right. And so I, I look, I look at these, and there's multiple different versions of videos like that of this and that, yeah. and the sexes and the. And I think to myself, and I listen to these young girls, and I actually feel really sad. I feel really sad listening to them because they're fighting for things that they think they want. Yeah. They're in their early twenties. They don't realize that by the time you get to forty, and you have not got someone who loves you and cares for you and supports you and and children who adore you and and call you blessed or you know and yeah. you are missing out on a massive portion of your life um you know besides the fact that you may not want that at all that's and you've got to that's that's for you but if you do please don't feel bad about that yeah right like, not at all. don't feel bad about that if that's what you want because it's a natural thing to want that absolutely you have this thing called a womb it's <laughs> yes. not it doesn't make pizzas it makes babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's okay to be motherly yeah. and to want to work and achieve. It's okay for you to be a business person, entrepreneur, make your product, sell your thing, do whatever, work in a workplace, um, especially now that we have to do that in order to make ends meet exactly. as a couple. Yeah. It's okay for you to do that, but it's also okay for you to want to be a mum and it's okay for you to want to raise your children. You yeah. know, And that's between you and your partner and you work out what that looks like for your family. But... And I understand, you know, is, is there such thing as a mum guilt if you've got to work? <laughs> There's mum guilt. What do you mean, is there such a thing? From the minute you wake up in the morning to you go to bed at night. If you don't work, you feel guilty. If I you wish, do, you feel guilty. I wish we were recording this. Your face was fantastic. Just there. <laughs> That was brilliant. You're like, are you stupid right now? If you're empathetic, you feel guilty. If you put down boundaries, you feel guilty. If you give them a snack, you feel guilty. If you don't, you feel guilty. It's... Yeah. It's real. It's very it's real. It's very real. It's very real. Like daily. George, the blood of the baby has pumped through my heart, <laughs> through every part of my this body. This deep. Yes. <laughs> the DNA George, has they, stayed in you. They, it has stayed in me. Their the DNA, DNA has stayed correct. in me. Yes. And my mama heart, you, you cannot undo it. What's done is done. My heart walks around this planet outside of me and the mother guilt is forever. There. there. It's just there. Yeah. Wow, wow. See, and this is beautiful though. I know it's it's not great to live with the guilt ish. I hope to God it leaves you one day. But, but it's real. And what, what do you think the guilt's from? 
Oh. Why is there a guilt? Because the weight of raising a human in the right and best way for them is so heavy. The price is too high. You want your children to be happy and know that they're loved and to live the life that they're supposed to live. You want the very, 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 very best for them. It's the most important thing. And the actions that you take and the choices that you make every single day affect that child and that's their story. It's yeah. not what you want it to be. You you can't go, well, I did this for you, so you're this now. It's like, no, they're their own individual human and their take on child their childhood could be so different from yes. your take on it. Yes. And it will be. Yeah, absolutely. You just want to do everything right. Wow. But you can't. Okay. Ooh. You can't. There is no, wow. there is no human that can be brought up without some kind of trauma or mm-hmm. hurt from their childhood. There is nothing that you can do. You can try and raise them in this very sheltered, beautiful home, and then there'll be some kind of problem from that. Or they can experience things in life that you never thought your child would go through, yeah. and it's. You're part of that. You've you've caused that pain. <laughs> it's you just want Dang it. it's heavy. Yeah. You want the very, very, very best for them. And inevitably you are going to be part of the struggle for them as well. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Oh, I'm always crying. <laughs> I've got five children and that's, I know I'm a yeah. part of that story. Yeah, oh. that's why the mum guilt is so, so strong because you cannot you cannot understand if, if you haven't, yeah, if you're not a parent, no one can explain to you the what love, that is. what it feels like. It is the biggest honour. A yeah. privilege of a, of a life is to to raise a, another human. A human. Um, I was going to say that even with all of that guilt, that that guilt is actually, if I could say it this way, actually beautiful because of what you've just said, the representation of what that means. It's mm. the weight of building, uh, raising another human being, It's which is actually your legacy. Yes. Like that's what you leave on the earth. You can have all these achievements I, I listen, I funny you should say that. Wow. Okay. A, a guy said to me yesterday that I'd only just met the first time and he'd met he'd met my daughter at the gala last night and um and he business guy and he turned to me after chatting with her for about ten minutes or so. He turned around to me and he was talking to my son as well. Um, about half an hour later he came to me and he said, Hey, I just met your kids and had a chat to them. I said, Oh, yeah, awesome man. Thank you. And he goes, You can tell a lot about a parent by talking to their kids. Yeah. And he said, I was very impressed. I was very impressed. He goes, I've got two children, 10 and 12, and I want my children to be like that. Right? That's what yeah. he said to me. And I went, like the shock on my face, <laughs> don't cry, George. <laughs> We're in the middle of a gala <laughs> wearing a suit. <laughs> right? And I just, so 
the power of what you said there, you really don't know until later, until you've had a child, you're with a child, you see the child grow up and you watch them become their own person. It is powerful. Yeah. It is powerful. Thank you for sharing that. That's that's huge. Mum guilt is true. It's is there, but it's it's a for a powerful reason. Um, um now, Sarah, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you. For for being on this podcast. Oh, I, I we haven't finished it. There's oh, a rapid okay. fire question. Okay, look at you trying to relieve Every yourself. Every time you ask me a question, I'm like so nervous. What's I gonna say? <laughs> look, I, I am I am so happy that we got to do this because I knew that asking no matter what questions I asked today there was going to be what's in you is going to come out and I know there's a lot more in you and hopefully in the coming weeks and months I'll get you back here to do another topic as well and get more out of you about that because your view on life is through a filter of selflessness and a filter of kindness and a filter of empathy so you see life in a way that many other people don't they don't experience life that way nor do they nor do they enact that life in them in that way and so seeing it from you your perspective, someone like yourself, is a very unique perspective because you've challenged me many times in the in discussions we've had over lunch, chatting, friends around, and we've chatted and you say certain questions, you say certain statements and I go, damn, that just flipping, <laughs> what the hell am I doing with my life? Um, and you've just, it's a throwaway statement for you. It's not throwaway, it's a big value, but it's a statement you've just said because you're like, yeah, this is, this is what it is. And I've thought, oh, Okay, no, 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 hang on. I don't do that, but that's actually what I should be doing. And it's helped me, challenge me enough to change some things about my life. So I appreciate that about you so much. And I know that people listening to this episode are going to appreciate that about you so much. Um, so thank you for that. Thank you. Very, very much. Um, now, I want to do some rapid fire questions to end the segment. Okay. <laughs> oh normally gosh. we do like an interesting, normally we do an interesting facts thing here. Um, but what we're going to do is I wanted to do a, um, a rapid fire question to get to know you a little bit more about some things <laughs> okay. that most people sort of, you know, like to know about a person. So I'm going to shoot these things at you mm-hmm. and then I want you to answer them. And um, that can be just one word answers okay. or you can take a moment. Okay. All right. All right. So okay. a couple of easy ones first. What's your favorite color? Oh, yellow, pink, blue. <laughs> Pastel colors? Or? No, I like yellow. Okay. What you were wearing, was it a, was it a blue dress when we first met you and yellow thongs? <laughs> yellow was that what thongs, it was? Yellow yeah. thongs? That's right. Before, before thongs were cool. Long before thongs were cool. Exactly. Long before. Long before. <laughs> At 16, you were... <laughs> the time. Um, your favourite food or restaurant? Oh, I love Italian. Oh, yes. Who doesn't? Pizza and chocolate. Done. Ooh, outstanding. <laughs> What's your greatest achievement so far? Oh, my gosh. My being a mum. Oh, excellent. We, we saw that coming a mile yeah. away. Absolutely. Uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, in the snow. Oh. Not, so not where I live. No. <laughs> it's so hot Absolute opposite, opposite. Okay. Uh, what is your biggest fear? <laughs> There's too many. <laughs> What's your I biggest? am afraid of heights. You do know that. I do know this. That's it. That's... Where did we go in 2019? Oh, I, I don't know. One of the tallest buildings in the world and you thought it would be funny. It wasn't. You were plastered up against that wall. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, please. <laughs> I literally, I have the feeling in my gut right now as if I'm up there overlooking the ledge. Like I, It was I, the World Trade Centre guys up at New York. <laughs> 
we were up there. It was fantastic. It was anyway, fantastic for me, but I've never seen you react like that in my life. It was an experience. Okay. Um, what would you change about yourself if you could? I don't like if you could questions. What's the point? <laughs> Fair enough. I can't. I can't That's do anything. I'm born this way. This is who I am. Can't change it. What's the point? Done. Okay. <laughs> I love it. What do you do for fun? <laughs> um, hang out with my friends, go to the gym. Yep. Um, and when they're all around, hang out with my kids. Yeah. It's getting harder <laughs> That's and harder. harder. And they get older. Um, what song would you sing at a karaoke night? <laughs> what song wouldn't I sing at a karaoke night? <laughs> That's so true. We're going Whitney, we're going Mariah, <laughs> we're going um, <laughs> Star Was Born, Shallow's <laughs> <laughs> coming out. I'm roping someone into a duet. Got you. As many songs as they're going to let me. As many. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you steal the mic off the singer yes. yesterday at the <laughs> As did I, I think. I think I did the same thing. Okay. Have you... Oh, oh, good one. Have you ever had a nickname? If so, what was it? Well, yeah, you call me Sarah. Yes. SJ. Really boring ones, really. I'm not the only one that calls you Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I thought I heard someone (laughs) other people say. Do you want to know what I... (laughs) Okay. What? I'm going to really embarrass myself, but I gave myself my first nickname (laughs) because, again... Again, fourth child, fourth child of five, yes. of five. Yeah. Pretty boring. By the time you get to the fourth, another girl, been there, done that. No one's giving me a nickname, <laughs> so I gave myself a nickname. You did not. I did. Do I know this? I don't know this. I don't think you what know this. But where do I hear it? It's terrible. What is it? <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm going to turn the music off. What is it? I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> I was really young. Yes. Cuddles, puddles, Sarah, singer, Joy Bane. <laughs> I didn't even let you finish it. I, I couldn't handle it after the second one. What the heck did you just say? It's cuddles, puddles, Sarah, singer, Joy. <laughs> I'm going to faint. Sorry. I can't even. I can't cuddles, believe I just did that. Can we cuddles, <laughs> puddles, cuddles, puddles. Sarah, singer, joy, babe. <laughs> Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Did did it catch on? <laughs> I actually no. One of my siblings added another one. Cuddles, puddles, muddles. Because they just obviously thought something is fried in my brain socket. <laughs> She's giving it. Did you just repeat this? Day in, day out about yourself. Is this what happened? We're getting an insight into your childhood. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. This music is not helping this segment. I I wish I... What could I change about myself? I can answer that now. I wish I never had a second. I wish I never answered that question. I have revealed quite too much. Listen, I've known you for 25 years. I did not know that. <laughs> this is outstanding. I think only my siblings and my kids know that. Okay, this is fantastic. Not anymore. Now the world knows not this. Not anymore. Oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> Listen, oh we're, we're in about 15 countries, by the way, so... <laughs> I'm sweating here. You could have told me this. Oh, well, no, no, this is this is the best of best ever vulnerability. <clears throat> okay, do you love or hate roller coasters? Hate them. I hate them. You do hate them I so bad. I absolutely hate them. Hate them. 
Which of the five senses are your strongest? So we've got smell, touch, taste, sight, hearing. Which is the strongest? I mean the strongest. I don't know. Which one do you use the most? Uh, eyes? I don't sight. I don't know, but my sight's terrible. Oh, no. Listen. Listen. Are you wearing contacts right now? No. Okay, so, so when you're not wearing contacts and mm. you're walking around, people will look at you and wave at you oh, in the shopping centre. not center. a clue. If you've ever seen me in the street, in the shops, in a like quite close distance and think that I'm just ignoring you, no, I can't see you. I can't I actually, don't know who you are. I can't see you. You could be any number of people. Yes. I'm sorry. Very true. Um, what was your first job? <laughs> I worked as a waitress at a retirement village. <laughs> and... I wore, um, you know, like those old nurses' dresses that they used to have back in the day with the yes. zip up the front and the yes. collar? Yeah, that was my uniform and it was bright turquoise. Like it was the brightest aqua turquoise you could ever imagine, ever seen. What? Yeah. Was this in country Queensland? This was in regional Queensland. Regional Queensland, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, one last question. What is the one thing you'll never do again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just answered that yeah. question. <laughs> you know. Cut off puddles. <laughs> Cuddles Puddles, Sarah the Singer. Cuddles Puddles fiasco is really haunting me. It's going to haunt you for a while. We're definitely going to haunt you for a while. Oh, my goodness. Well, Sarah, i got to say thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much for being here. It's been amazing um, hearing your incredible insight and learning something that I've never learned before. I was not expecting oh that today. That is the biggest gold gem I have received today. Thank you. <laughs> Besides the incredible stuff that you said before. So thank you so much for that. We appreciate you. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being on this journey with us today. Oh, yeah, this is just outstanding in every way. Um, have a great, great week wherever you are. Please share this far and wide. And uh, I'll See you on the next episode. <laughs>